philanthropy. It's all about giving to the causes that matter to you the most and making a real difference in the lives of others. Humanitarians understand this is not an activity reserved only for the wealthy. In fact, being a humanitarian is all about living your life with purpose, on purpose. It becomes a way of life and a way to truly experience living life to the fullest. Everyone is born with the ability to be a humanitarian. This podcast is for humanitarians, by humanitarians. We'll learn from guests who will inspire, motivate, and help you step into living your best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. On today's show, we are continuing the roundtable discussion with my two distinguished and honorable guests, Terry Lynn and Osas. This is part three of a 10-part series now titled Ignitions for the Emerging Global Challenge. Terry Lynn is a mentor, a coach, and an adopted mom to many young people in Africa, as well as other places around the world. She is on the board of directors of Amina Africa, an outreach assistance program for African Christian leaders. Terry Lynn has an associate's of science degree in electrical engineering and spent nearly eight years in the field of electronics and field service. She is currently residing with her family in North Carolina. Osas is incredibly passionate about people, society, and technology. He is an author, speaker, translator, ambassador, co-founder, and COO of multiple companies. He has built systems together with partners across the globe and has trained both young and old across 15 African nations. He is on the verge of rounding off his PhD program overseas and currently resides with his wife in Nigeria. Welcome back to the show, Lynn, Terry Lynn and Osas. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much, Nancy. Yes, I too am very happy and grateful to be here today. Awesome. Well, our topic today is work stress and fintech. <clears throat> Osas, I want to start with you with a rather simple question, but one that comes to my mind that I need clarification on. What is the emerging global challenge that we are wrapping this series around? Can you please explain this? Okay. Uh, the uh, emerging challenge that we are facing uh, now is uh, COVID-19. I would like to note uh, COVID-19 has uh, already created a, a mark in, in, in the affairs, the global affairs. And uh, it has also posed some challenges and which are what evolving. So that was what uh, prompted the emerging challenges that we are facing. And we cannot run away from it. COVID is with us. Some countries are already living with it. Some countries are also trying as much as possible to maintain a zero COVID, but it's not easy. So it's, it's, a, it's an emerging challenge for us. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like COVID has changed the landscape of everything that we have known, correct? Yes, yes. Your thoughts, Terry Lynn? Um, <clears throat> well, I think that's been a, a major contributor, um, forcing people and communities and uh, countries into uh a different area and a different way of surviving than ever before. 
and um, different mindsets. And so um, I think, again, what we're doing is bringing about the education to open up people's minds to think outside the box and to be helping us and coming together for solutions regarding these challenges. So I think COVID-19 and what, how that, what that was put on us across the world um, in such a quick time frame. Let's change the world. And we have to think of better ways to come through this, not get back to normal. We should, I don't think we should ever look for, look for getting back to a normal. We need to create a new normal, a new yeah. greater existence. And we can rise above. That's the goal is to help people rise above these challenges. And um, so I, I believe that's really what we hope to uh, accomplish is helping people rise above this and be, and let's create a better, a new, exciting normal. Yes, absolutely. So Terry Lynn, money drives a lot of people. It sometimes makes them do things that they would not normally do, especially in the workplace. How does this work stress affect their relationship with money? Oh, <laughs> well, kind of a loaded question, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think with what's happened and the, the fact that life has changed uh, and that change has been forced upon us so quickly, a lot of times change happens a little at a time. <clears throat> this was forced on everyone so quickly. Um, and the workforce and the workplace changed also. And to me, what's happened is um, people have been very cautious about money. And it's caused it extra stress. They cannot do the same things that, that, that they were able to do before unless they get into a new education of themselves and knowing and learning how to handle money. And this is one of the things, even my own children, we just had this discussion that it's missing in education, the financial aspect of life and teaching this to young people so that they know how to handle money. And when stresses come along, they know how to manage it and, and, thrive. This is the key. We shouldn't just be struggling and, and striving and, and, uh, you know, to, uh, to get up to rise above. We need to have a management and they need to have ideas and concepts to know how to manage these things and know how to manage the stress. So with financial education, um, how to handle money, uh, how to make it through tough times, uh, creative ideas to make your money stretch. Look, even the value of currencies is changing. You know, the, the news that came through regarding the NARA is, is declining and, you know, it, it, it's just, it's going to be happening. And I think we have to not panic, but realize, Oh, so we can make something better. Let's not panic about these. What must prepare. The, yeah. What the media says is all this negative stuff. Let's prepare. Let's help young people. Let's help people all, all over the world, um, young and old, <laughs> be able to prepare. And 
And let's be willing to pick the brains of the elderly who have made it through tough times. You know, what did they do? Let's, let's, let's bring about some conscious education and not panic. And I think that's where, where we can help everyone thrive. Absolutely. And, because uh, the more prepared people are, <clears throat> the better they're going to be able to handle whatever is coming. Yes, absolutely. Your thoughts, Osas? Uh, well, uh, this uh, work stress uh, with money, everybody needs money. And uh, especially now when the, the world is uh, experiencing a recession. And uh, you now discover that people are not able to do some things that they usually want to do for themselves. Uh, and if you look at how cumbersome it is for you to to plan your personal uh, financial budget and uh, even family budget, it's quite complex, coupled with the stress. And if it is it is it is essential for for people to know that uh, you need an avenue to be more productive. But it's only someone that is uh, productive at work can make more money. And the only way you could uh, actually uh, achieve that is for you to have a very effective plan. A lot of people don't have plans for their money. Immediately they, they get a paycheck at the end of the month, see them, the money is being squandered, on things that they want, not things that they, they actually need. Because uh, what, what will it benefit one who is, uh, you don't have a corporation of your own, you're working under someone, you know that uh, your, your paycheck depends on the kind of work you put in. Because money, lack of money, like the Bible also says that uh, I, I, I see that uh, the lack of money is the root of dangerous evils. The reason is because when you don't have money, you start uh, thinking of uh, uh, things that you will not originally. You start thinking of uh, things that uh, 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 people will imagine. Uh, why would you think of such things? Because why? You don't have money. Because how would it look like there's something that you want to get for yourself? You don't have money to get it. But at the beginning of the month, you have enough money. By the end of the month, maybe at the third, the third uh, uh, week of the month, you don't have money to what to spend because why? You didn't plan for it. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't put some things in. You know that how when you when you uh, uh, have such a, a experience, you see a lot of persons who have who have seen money as a motivation for their work. You now start seeing them that. Uh, uh, they don't get productive in their own work because why they don't have what money they're waiting at the end of the month where they'll be giving some money for them to put, putting on some work. So you only see people that are passionate about the work. So it is it is essential for people to take a drastic plan, like be intentional about every single penny that comes to you, that comes to your own account. Plan for it. Especially plan for the rainy day. But when you don't have such we don't have enough money. It can cause mental stress, and when that occurs, it can also work lead to work, work stress. You start seeing some people complaining about their boss not uh, not treating them right. Why? Because they don't have money. 
give such person money, you see the person will have a very, very used mind on the person's face for why there's money involved. But if it is well planned, you know when to invest, you know when to to to, to save. I don't think uh, uh, one will be fighting with uh, we work stress. Okay, Osa. So what effect does work stress have on a person's co-workers and the workplace itself? Uh, someone who is struggling with uh, uh, work stress, which can lead to post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, it can affect it can affect co-workers. You see some persons who are working together with other persons. You see them going out of mood. The other co-worker might be asking, "What is what is happening to you?" The person cannot actually what explain. Why is already under stress? The same thing with uh, uh, with with superior or supervisors. So why this person is already what having that stress? So the relationship that it will have with other workers or with the organization will not be will not be will not be effective. Will not be smooth because why this person has a lot of things running through his own mind or her mind or have some some burden that he couldn't share or have some uh, things upstairs that is that is difficult to let out, that is trying to, to battle with, couple with family stress, uh, with the work. A work that ordinarily who, uh, someone that who is working in an organization in, in, in five hours without anything, you are okay. You can, you can work at that stretch. But you see someone who is already battling with work stress. Within two hours, within one hour, the person is already out of the, his own mind. You see this person maybe trying to uh, have some uh, 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 symptoms of uh, a, a delusion, out of mind, it might not be able to catch up with the reality within his own environment, even with the workers, and even with the superiors. So it's, it's it really have uh, some negative impact. So it's something that needs to to uh, needs to be addressed. And one one uh, uh, cost of it is inadequate financial planning, which we are talking about today. Yeah, Cherry Lynn, your thoughts? <laughs> um, about the uh, coworkers, correct? Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the workplace uh, work stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just like Osaz was saying, it comes through our our actions and our attitude. And when we're stressed at work, um, and this is a vicious cycle, and it goes from um, home and lack of money and trying to um, you know, trying to make things work for the family, and you're stressed, and you bring that to work. You're stressed again at work, the, the things going on at work. Um, and so it's going to come through your attitude and your actions and how you come across to your coworkers. Right, and how you treat like, them, right? <laughs> right. How we respond to something that's put on our plate. Right. <laughs> so you have to resolve. And, and, and it takes teamwork, you know, to do that. And the stress just creates a whole different attitude and it's like you're a different person you know people can recognize this and so um it can it can be a a vicious cycle and and end up 
you know, like, like Osas was saying, I think one of the things about uh, financial education is to also help show people that there are alternatives. There are extra ways to have um, extra money coming in that are, that are good, that are um, not going to take away from, from morals and ethics and it will help rise above, help people be stronger and working together as a team. And I think what we're seeing is more of that coming back and people thinking that I've got to do something extra, you know, to have money coming in. And that's where entrepreneurship comes in. And Osas is um, so well versed and, and, and I, we, we love entrepreneurship. And one of the things that, you know, comes through is that it can, it can be a lot on somebody's um, plate to do and on their schedule. However, it's so rewarding and they're, they're going to see the rewards. They're going to see the good benefits on their family and on work stress and on, you know, financial planning. It's going to help. So that's what I wanted to ask you about, Carrie Lynn. My question for you is what effect does work stress have on a family and on society as a whole? Well, it builds. I mean, it just gets, it can get worse and worse and worse. And and you, you end up with depression from the one that's working in the, the provider for the family. And, um, and then that person says, I, I've got to withdraw. I need a break. The brain, you know, our brain is just overworked and overwhelmed. And so the work stress can build onto the family stress and, um, you miss that person. You miss, um, you know, let's say it's the dad that's doing the work and, spending all the hours every week and they just feel like they don't have anything left. So that's just causing an extra family stress. What we want to do is um, really, again, education on finances, how to, how to plan, you know, financially, how to make the money work for you, not against you and not digging out of a hole every time you um, at the end of the month, like Osas was talking about, we, if we can um, bring about some programs to help people plan and plan with the money that they have and work towards having something extra, doing something extra. And this is the online gadgets thing. I'm sorry, but it's just the way that life is. We have to use the tools that we have, but use them wisely. Right. And and now is a time when, you know, people's paychecks are getting smaller and, it doesn't go as far as it did even a month ago um, at the grocery store. And from everything I've heard, it's only going to get worse before it gets better, but it will get better. So what, um, what are your thoughts, Osas, on family and society and work stress? On, on uh, family and society in, in terms of uh, work stress, uh, let me just give an example of uh, myself uh, going to work, coming back after going through a lot of rigorous attacks at work and all that, and come back. If I'm not be able to, if I'm not be able to to work on myself in terms of the stress that I have uh, accumulated uh, during that work. Miss, I will, I will, I will, I, when I come back home, I will not have good interaction with my family because everyone is expecting that, oh, daddy is coming back home. 
our one is coming back home, wants to get along, and I come back home with a very long face because why? Some some things came up at work that and uh, I I couldn't uh, put together, and thereafter my wife comes to tell me that, uh, darling, there is no there is no gas in the kitchen again. My mind runs to I need money. So you score that if you're not able to work, work on yourself in terms of the stress, the, 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 the kind of stress you, you get from work. When you come back home, there are a lot of, a lot of uh, things you want to do for the family. You want to take the, the kids out. You want to put a smile on to, to take your wife out, uh, meet with your in-laws and all that. But when there's no money, coupled with, with the wealth stress, it means that you will not have that good relationship. You see a lot, a lot of family falling out. You see the communication gap because why? The mother wants to talk. The woman wants to, no one wants to talk because the boss is already, uh, always complaining that was uh, the task that is being given at work is not well concluded. Is is not being carried out uh, uh, at the right time in in time, and discover that it does not start having an impact in the in the family. Uh, in another scenario, a case where, where someone who has to work uh, uh, from uh, Monday to Saturday, even on, to on Sunday, it means that person not able to work, have that good relationship work with the family. And when this happens, it leads to what? The society. The society is just like, like, a, 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 like a form of a, an exit point. And when, when whatever thing, whatever character, whatever uh, uh, issue that comes up in the family, it it boils to to the society, it affects the society, and we all know that for every society to work at, it has to start from all this, from the family. It has to start from the the, the the relationship between the father and the mother and the and the children. So if that work stress already affecting the family, so it means that the society is not able to work have People that have that, that are credible in the society, people that uh, that uh, want to uh, uh, live up to expectation. What do not have in society? You see a lot of social vices. You see a lot of people uh, doing some things they are not supposed to do just to make or ends meet. And when that happens, in, in general, it affects the image of every society, be it in the community, be it in the state, be it in, in the county or in the, in the country, the case may be, it affects the provinces, it affects. And when it affects, at the global, at the global world, it shows that ah, this country, in terms of their, their, their human uh, uh, capability, there are no way to do. Forgetting that the, the aftermath of it, what, what it has led to, because of some things that were nowhere resolved. And one of those things, work stress. It needs to be well resolved. If not, it will affect the family and in the long run, it will affect the society because every society is composed of families. Okay, Osa. So how can people take control of their financial life rather than have money controlling them? This is where fintech comes in, correct? Yes, yes. Tell me more about fintech. Okay. Okay. Fintech... uh, Started from finance, 
But along the way, because of the uh, uh, technological advancement, we now have to what, migrate to the level of what, uh, fintech. And with the COVID-19, it became very, 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 very obvious for us to what, venture into it. The reason why fintech has grown to the level it has grown because now most people are now online. Even some of all these works that we're talking about, most of it can also be attributed to uh, um, uh, online addiction. So fintech, we're able to assist people who have financial mismanagement. They cannot plan because now things happen in seconds. Things very happen very, very, very fast. You can send information to somebody and the person will receive it almost instantly. And gone are the days where before you take your money to the bank, you need to what? You need to think twice. You need to think, okay, I need to do something like this. But this time around, you can just transfer money immediately. If, for instance, you are going to the bank, you want to transfer money to somebody, maybe because of the time frame, you can say, okay, oh, uh, I have some, uh, I have some uh, things I want to do. I want you to send $5,000 to somebody uh, through the bank. Okay, I think there is a, a, a family needs I need to work, a cater for. I don't want to do that again. Let me reduce it to two thousand dollars. But this time around, you can transfer. It may be you made a decision. So if the decision that is not worth taking, you made a decision, we can cost cost you in terms of your, your family uh, uh, work keep or even your personal savings. You see a lot of persons after making transfer to, to some some persons. They're not thinking that, oh, I didn't, I would have done this. I have some things I need to do. So with this fintech, those thoughts, those decisions, those switch decisions you need to take, the technology world assist you. Because it's not just, it's not just something that is, uh, that, that is uh, um, done by human. The, this technology this, uh, have been done through data. This data that have been entered into the system, or called algorithm, which asks people to take accurate decisions on your own behalf. So you not take a decision that what affects you based on the data that is associated with you. So fintech is a system. It can be a, a, a mobile gadget. It can also be a form of app or web based, where all your financial needs are where. Are taken care of, so you don't need to start uh, burdening yourself over some decisions you took in an, in an hurry or decisions that you didn't plan for because of the way the world is going. And you need to take decision. If not, for for instance, you want to you want to buy something from from the UK, and other persons are also making uh, orders. So it means if you don't make the payment immediately, someone else can what make the payment, and you need that thing. But with this fintech. We're able to tell you that this is something that you need. We're able to tell you that, oh, this is what other people are also talking about. We have the, the system will give you some reviews about the items that you want to work, want to get. Give you some uh, some feedback. What are uh, what people have also talked about by this product? So it manage your finance so that people can still be in the same page with. With the old, the analog way of doing things and the digital way of doing things, so that you can see 
in, in, in seconds, plan your finance. So financial technology do that for you. Where you have uh, intense, if, uh, if you know the kind of stock that you want to what, make an investment in, you know the kind of, uh, uh, like in the world of crypto, the various crypto, we have so many uh, 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 projects now in the crypto world. So you know which you, do work, you need to work to invest in according to what, to the latest trend. So these fintech, these systems under the fintech assist you to what, take these decisions. So you know what to invest, you know when you need to what, to pull out your money, when you need to what, to save your money. So at the end of the day, you're able to what, have a good relationship with people and maintain proper meta headset. Because how would it look like someone who invested $100 million at the at the switch of time, maybe in in, in a minute, and the result is called that this person uh, uh, lost. It is it is quite draining. It will affect the person, it will affect the family, it will affect everybody connected, anything connected with that person. So, but with fintech, it assists you with those challenges. So, that whatsoever losses that you want to that you 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 bound to to have, it will be reduced to the minimum. Okay, Cherry Lynn, your thoughts? Okay, well, I, I thought this really touched on um, so many areas of um, the financial technology. You know, some people may um, not realize what fintech is. So it's the financial technology that has really grown and improved over these last few years um, and expanded. You know, I think when it first started, it was more for the elite and in their venture capitalist uh, movements, you know, they were going to be supporting new companies and, you know, putting their capital into um, new ideas and concepts. And so these are people with money, but now today FinTech reaches everybody it reaches everyone. And because of the fact that it is on, it's an online tool again, for banking and for supporting family members across the world um, and and also investments, which is really important. It's an important part of planning, of the financial planning that we're discussing that we, you know, that will hopefully, hopefully relieve stress from the mother and father who are working hard and many hours a day to make ends meet. So, now we can use fintech not just for venture cap- venture capitalist movement, but for supporting each other, supporting families and uh, friends across the world. Also for philanthropy, and um, so it's an expanding technology that we need to also educate people to help them become uh, more aware of how to use it the best for them, and also to help. Um, realize that most people now have smartphones. I mean, there is a large percentage all over the world, all across the world, no matter what level uh, they are in life, uh, somebody in the family has a smartphone. And this is another key aspect to making the FinTech work um, in a positive uh, aspect for everyone. And educating children. And educating children, yes. Because those same fintech apps that we can use as adults, there are many now that are um, geared towards kids and teaching them about finance. 
Exactly. That's really where it needs to start because it's a, it's a whole, there's a big gap. Yeah. There's a big gap that has occurred now in, in this financial uh, education aspect, a big gap. And I think this is, uh, you know, we fell down in, in educating our children to um, handle things financially to manage money. And this is the whole key. Managing money is really the key to, to uh, lessening the stress, the work stress and family stress. So, um, yeah, that's where we come back. I like to. that term a whole lot better, managing money, because the one that um, kind of has a negative connotation for a lot of people is the word budget, because budget means people need to have restrictions and limitations on their money, and nobody likes that. As human beings, we want to live in an unlimited life without restrictions and limitations. Now, I might have a Pollyanna attitude, <laughs> but I believe other than financial. Um, limitations and financial technology being needed in the near future, people are going to need wealth technology, how to manage much more money than they have ever had, because this is something that I believe is coming. Terry Lynn, do you believe abundance can be a difficult thing for people to adjust to? And will technology emerge that can help them? I think that abundance is something that can be difficult to adjust to because it's, um, a lot of times people don't do not want to think about it. It's because of fear, you know, the fear of success, the fear of abundance. What would they do? How would they act? Would somebody be, you know, after them constantly for money? You know, it's all these fear things right. that come on them. And, um, but if we can also include the education of abundance and how many people across the world that can be helped orphanage orphans and um, education systems can change and so many great things. And to, to really think outside the box, what, how, you know, what can we do to help educate people to look forward to abundance? I mean, and to not have fear of it and to just be um, moving and, and, and flowing in that, in that just, uh, I don't know what to what to really call it. Just the the magnificence of it that how it can affect everyone. And I think when we see things how they are right now, um, and, and how life and different things that have happened, and we can go back to the COVID nineteen that we were discussing earlier, how it's had a negative effect on people and just kind of beaten people down, and they've forgotten to to dream. What if I had a hundred thousand dollars? What if I had 500,000. What if I had a million? What would change? What could I do? What could I do to help people? What could I do to manage this money to, to help my family and encourage my children and help with their education? Um, help with, with medical facilities that we can, we can stop this nonsense of, of, of it's costing so much money for people to, you know, it's just so many things that can help. And if we can get people to stop being afraid of abundance and welcome it and be educated again, we've got to help with the financial uh, education side of things, money management, because you can have something go wrong if you've got all this money and not knowing how to manage it and make it work for you, not against you and not run away. We don't want to have people having these buckets with with this abundance and the whole and a hole in their bucket right no 
But I mean, you can, you can help a whole lot more people when you have money than when you don't. For example, you could walk into a a grocery store and go through the checkout line with your own things and tell the checkout, the cashier, I want to pay for everybody else's groceries in this line. Oh, yes. (laughs) I mean, you can do creative things like that. You can go to these other organizations that help people pay their electric bills or, or, um, their utility bills and say, I want to pay for everybody today. Well, how about, you know, the one that is behind, right. Waiting to go to the hospital or these young couples having a baby and they have no idea how they're going to be able to pay the hospital bill. And you just say, I want to set up a fund for young couples having um, babies and to to cover their hospital bills. I mean, so what about, what about families that are struggling right now that have pets? Yeah. And they can barely feed their children, much less their pets. So mm. there's a lot of ways that we can help society when we have money to do it. And so let's not be afraid of money. Let's embrace what it can do because it's not money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. There's a big distinction, big difference between that. What money can do. Even in um, the Bible, Ecclesiastes says money is the answer to everything. <laughs> well, so it's the it's that lust or it's that love because really, when you put people in a situation where um, you don't have enough at the end of the month, like Osas was talking about, yeah. and um, it just creates an extra stress. Well, what is that? Is that really? God's side of money. I mean, making the money work for us and, and having a good attitude and, and presence around the, the tool called money. I mean, it's the love of it and the thing that causes people to have to pursue it and pursue it, pursue it. And that's all that they can do. Right. Whereas we have to have a peace and a, an appreciation for this tool that will do so much when we have it and that to embrace the abundance that we can help so many people everywhere. Uh, yeah, exactly. Your thoughts, Osas? Yeah. Uh, the, let me just give an illustration of uh, uh, some a component when we are building the devices, especially uh, things that uh, that deal with the uh, directory. The one called Fita. It's just like the Fita that. Uh, that uh, everybody knows. Because in the midst of uh, abundance, if you're not careful, you can be overwhelmed. If you're not careful, you can be overwhelmed. Why am I saying that? Because you have a lot of resources, probably maybe because of the uh, family inheritance. You have a, a lineage where everyone has a lot of riches or you're able to, to pull off some business for a long period of time. You have so much. You must know that if it is not well managed, it can lead to even uh, uh, financial stress in terms of developing. They have a lot of money, but they don't know what to do with it. And you see them having suicide, uh, uh, suicide attempts and all that. So money, it is, it is good. Yes, we've gone past the level of lack of money is the root of uh, dangerous evil. That is my own philosophy. But now we have so much money and resources of persons still doing things that are not right. So in order to 
to still maintain the right balance is for you to uh, make use of filters. Filters in the sense that not everything that you you want to actually do, you invest your money or put your money into things you know that will give you a lot of satisfaction. Personally, I feel that just like uh, what Sterling uh, uh, talked about, maybe it helps people who have uh, a head uh, a needs and all that. Some persons may also want to go through that uh, that area and may not also want to get any satisfaction in it. Because why? The satisfaction may not lie in helping someone who has health challenges. Maybe someone who wants to bring his own dream to become a footballer. Maybe someone who wants to uh, uh, start up a business. You're like a, a, an in, in entrepreneur who have a lot of money. He might not want to put that money into areas, maybe in terms of modeling, because you feel that, oh, just want to waste my money or in music. And I want to also, also want to what, invest in life of young entrepreneurs, people that want to also fund organizations or maybe scholarship or grants, as the case may be. So in the midst of abundance for our audience who have so much money, because we know that a lot of our audience have so much money, for this money not to get, uh, not to overwhelm you, you need to use filters. Go back to your childhood dream. What are some dreams that you actually want, you are dreaming about, that you have been able to use money to, to, to achieve them? But you know that there are some persons who are so dreaming like you, that you also want to fulfill their dreams. Because when you are able to help this person to fulfill their dreams, you, your own, your own self, you will also be happy. Because why? This is something that I took time, that I struggled, strive in achieving. I want to help somebody so that the person will know what go through that stress. So when you see the person achieving such, you'll be very happy. So your money will not be at waste. So that is my own approach in, in the midst of abundance. Let's make use of filters. Uh, filters that will, that will help us to what, bring some of our childhood dreams, some of our passions, some of the things that we couldn't do because of uh, uh, during our course of what, trying to accumulate so much money. From, so, uh, and at this moment, you can actually do them again. If you look at it, oh, I've grown past that level. If I, if I do that, if I engage in things like that, in the society, it does not look uh, um, acceptable. So you can help others who want to also work, go through that uh, area so that in all, you make an impact with your abundance. In all, when you are no, no more in life, in this life, you have people that can still sing your song. You have people that can still say that. It's not because of this person. I wouldn't have gone to this level. And if you look at it as the whole, the whole essence of life, to make an impact, what will it, what, what, how will it look like? Someone just come into this world and just that, nobody will know about you. Nobody can, can, can tell that this is how you are able to impact them with all the money that you have. It's nothing. So you need to work. Use this money in the midst of abundance to help others. And it will be remembered for ages. Awesome. So, Osas, how can my listeners reach out to you? All right. Uh, listeners all over the world, you can reach out to me. You can just go go Osaretin Agbonova, I repeat. Osaretin Agbonova, you can just go go 
You can check my LinkedIn page, my social media handles. You can send a direct message to me. Or you could also get in touch with me through uh, one of our uh, uh, startup, which is a flat clinic. Yes, you're able to what, speak with some therapists who could assist you in some of these challenges because what I would like to not everybody will always want to what, uh, have, everybody will have uh, work stress, be it as an entrepreneur or be it someone who is working uh, for a job and all that. So psychologists, the therapists, the could attend to you just for you to make a booking free of charge slash cleaning.com uh, slash contact. You get in touch with our professional. And from there, you have a solution that you have been looking for. Don't just keep it to yourself. Talk to somebody. Talk to a therapist. Talk to a therapist. Okay. Awesome. Terry Lynn, how can my listeners contact you? I will for right now. The best way is through email at tlynn.hope at gmail.com. We are working on building a website, so we hope to have that ready soon and we can be adding that to the contacts and then be linking some of the things that we're doing, linking those together. So I'm looking forward to that. So right now, tlynn.hope at gmail.com. Okay. Awesome. Great show today, Terry Lynn and Osas. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Osas, do you have any final thoughts before we go? Okay. I want to thank you, first of all, the organizer, for bringing me here again to speak to people around the world about my thoughts and also my co-speaker, Mrs. Terry Lynn, for the awesome time we have together and also for the audience who have sat back to listen to what I'm saying, to listen to what we are also saying. And uh, also to tell you that uh, you can still make those amends in terms of your financial planning, so you can reduce some of the stress that you, you pass through at work. You just need to work, do proper planning. And FinTech is a frontier for you. I bet you sincerely. Thank you. Oh, thank you for that. Cherry Lynn, your final thoughts. Oh, well, thank you, Nancy, again. I'm with OSAS and just appreciating you so much for bringing us together and we can have this discussion and, you know, bring people's awareness to these topics. One of the things that um, I just come back to with OSAS just, just touched on it with his last statements was dream you know, help people go back to their dreams and to to think about what their dreams are and to still empower those dreams and build on those dreams. You know, when we are in school and you're in younger ages, uh, the young ages, you know, the teachers ask, what is it that you want to be? And all the encouragement is there and everybody is excited and children are excited for each other. And But the older that you get, the farther along in education, it seems to be beaten down mm-hmm. and almost taken away from you. And we need to help young people and people at all ages to dream and dream again. And what is their biggest dream and how, how do, um, you know, what do they want to do to accomplish that and to, to be able to have 
some resources to help them. And again, just even being able to talk to someone. And this is one of the things that I, I love about what we're doing is that we can bring together some resources and we can have a listening ear and be an encourager for those around the world that are um, getting this concept and want to grow and want to bring back their dreams and want to strive towards that abundance that will help people across the world thrive. And um, it's time to do that, to be thriving instead of struggling. Well, it seems to me that hidden inside everyone's dream is their purpose, is the reason why they're here. So, yeah, let's go back to dreaming and dream big. Because that's yes. that's where your purpose is going to find and that's where you're going to find contentment and happiness is when you're fulfilling your purpose for being here on earth. Well, folks, if today's topic has motivated you to help or get some help, please reach out to Terry Lynn or Osas. Their links are provided in today's show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired to begin living your best life with purpose. Be sure to click the subscribe button or go to callstockradio.com and join our mailing list to be notified first when new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to callstockradio.com. Click on the podcast link to locate this episode's post. There you will find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.